Hey there, you're listening to the Quint. In 1938, British playwright Patrick Hamilton wrote a play called Gaslight. It also got adapted into an award-winning film in 1944. And I'm sorry, I'm about to give some spoilers about the film. It's a thriller about a married couple. The woman comes from wealth, and the husband realizes that she is his jackpot, and so he manipulates her into believing that she's insane, so that he can inherit her money. Said I wasn't any liquor. He said I was going out of my mind. Not going out of your mind. You're slowly and systematically being driven out of your mind. But why? Why? <laughs> oh, that's oh. wonderful! And you thought I was being cruel to you, <laughs> keeping no, people away not from cruel. you, making you a prisoner. Oh, you're the kindest man in the world. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're listening to the Quince Unmute podcast series with me, Shorbury, and I'm not here to talk about this film. But if you've heard the term gaslighting, this is where it comes from. The expression gaslighting has been used in psychoanalysis a lot of times, but the funny thing is, it is an exceptionally common form of manipulation, and yet it goes unnoticed by those who face it. In this episode of Unmute, two women who were muted by gaslighting in their personal relationships speak out about the experiences, and I'll keep the women anonymous in this podcast as per their wishes. And before I proceed any further, I have a disclaimer for our listeners: parts of this episode delves into experiences of harassment, which may be triggering or upsetting to some. So, listeners are advised to exercise discretion. I also got in touch with Ipsa James for this podcast. She's a queer therapist, and I had a lot of questions on my mind about the subtle art of gaslighting. How is gaslighting different from a normal fight? How can you identify gaslighting? Is it intentional? Where all can it happen? These are some of the questions that I'll explore with Ipsa. And in between my conversation with her, you'll hear voices of the two women that I spoke to, where they describe the gaslighting that they had to face in their relationships. Hi, my name is Ipsa James, and I am a queer therapist, and I see young population, majorly from eighteen to thirty-five. One thing I just need to understand in terms mm. of what gaslighting is: what is the difference between a normal, a fight in a normal relationship, okay, or like not just a fight. Mm. Let's just say like this um, arguments or yeah, like yeah. differences. Mm-hmm. And what happens in a gaslighting situation? So basically, gaslighting is all about uh, question, making the other person question their reality, their narrative. In the sense, for example, I am giving you, I'm putting blatant, I'm telling you blatant lies about what exactly is actually happening. Your reality by saying that the thing that you're accusing me of is actually who you are. Let's say if I am saying that you are spending money. They would be like, no, you are actually spending money. You are just putting this on me because you have this issue. I am not the one who is doing it. So one thing that I really want to say at this point in time is that even if somebody says that they are feminists, doesn't make them feminists because. For me, the biggest jolt when I realized what was happening to me was was gaslighting and was emotional abuse. Uh, it was coming from a man who had articulated himself to be a feminist, 
so actions speak louder than words <laughs> so that was something that became very apparent so yeah and then we were we were together and um he used to keep telling me that he wanted to travel with me and he used to keep telling me essentially that he wanted a a physical relationship more than anything else and i was very clear that i did not want it at that point in time um so the idea of refusal from me for him became a point of oh you don't trust me and oh it's you oh it's you are the problem you know and then um as life sort of proceeded uh, he he sort of kept speaking of how he envisaged a life for the two of us in uh, you know a marriage where i would apparently be a mother to his two beautiful children and that is certainly not how i see my life and when i had this conversation i was told that i was a selfish woman that i was putting my thoughts and my expectations from life over what could potentially be us it was interesting because this relationship oddly was very short lived and what it started happening was that between this point and to a point where we ended things and then he started really becoming toxic and blaming me for the fact that the relationship ended and so for example when i had uh, told him that i have already spoken to my parents about the fact that i'm with him um he had just turned around and become this extremely um dramatic sort of a man who i mean i still remember him turning around and saying something like um you know it's it's going to be your fault forever that we aren't together because you chose to have a conversation with your parents before i allowed it and i had turned around and said that who are you to allow me to do to have a conversation with my parents it's up to me right so when these kind of words started happening i remember once we were sort of you know sitting next to each other and you know he was holding me and um he sort of put his hand on my stomach and held my stomach and said that uh maybe this flab needs to go who are you to tell me what my body needs to be like so all of these things i started understanding much later but i was um so the breakup followed soon after because clearly this was not going to work but the toxicity that came after it was much harder to deal with and at one point in time i was uh, i was exhibiting signs of depression um my appetite had completely gone down i was losing weight um immediately i was losing confidence which for me was my biggest concern as an independent feminist strong theater woman ad woman confidence has been something that has been such an intrinsic part of who i am um that i've never really it's i've never thought of a life without it you know but uh, within what i think it was in within 2 or 3 weeks i realized that there's something off because i was rethinking everything that i would say or i would rethink everything i was trying to write um after about a couple of months into this whole sense of oh it's my fault oh it's my fault one day something just snapped inside my head and i took that step back and said oh but why was it my fault and then when i started breaking down each conversation in my own head i realized that uh, it never was really my fault and supposedly i had to be in a relationship like that hmm. why would i 
believe this person what would be my mental state when i do okay so think about usually in relationships you love the other person right and you obviously don't want to leave this person because this person is also in certain amount in certain ways really nice to you loves you as well shows it but in some insidious ways they might not be let's say uh changing their ways in order to suit the relationship better let's say for example if this person is saying that okay i would like for example financial uh, issue that i'm talking about they say okay i'll change for a few days they change enough for the partner to realize that okay there is a possibility that my partner will change but they go back to their old ways again and again so it's again you were telling them they're giving them hope that you would change but at the end of the day you are not actually wanting to change that's one of way of gaslighting the other way would be that you would say that no you are the one having issues and they're like okay maybe i am having issues maybe i am projecting it because you you might be somebody who like you know actually wants to believe the fact that nothing is actually wrong and it's easier to take the blame as well right uh think about it in the sense that if you are in such a relationship this person must have made you question your reality over and over again and also the fact that if you are a usual person you would know that you ha- have your own flaws that means that if somebody is pointing it out i might need to introspect but then whatever you are saying to them goes out of the window because you are the one with the issues and they are not and if these are the only, we are the only two people who are the ones who are having this argument then there's no other third party to tell you what is actually right or wrong right so in that in that case let's say this starts with s- small level of humiliation then they go take it to another level where let's say they are you were saying that you are uh, shit at your work you shit at this relationship i don't want to get married to you but they're also not leaving the relationship at the same time which is another you can say a very a mixed signal in that sense right if you're so unhappy then you should read the relationship right but you're also staying in the relationship humi- constantly humiliating this person and asking them to change more in order to kind of suit your needs so th- that is the goal of gaslighting technically yes it's about making somebody feel small in order to kind of have extreme control over their life If for some people the abuse doesn't go beyond gaslighting for some people it starts with gaslighting before it takes a more violent turn could be comments about their physique or their style or their personalities and make no mistakes abuse doesn't have to begin with screaming shouting or bruises it could just be about breaking your spirit first Twenty-two, that time. Yeah, I got married, and uh, very second day, I realized that uh, it's a dysfunctional family. A person whom I have married is a dysfunctional person. So, but I was not very sure because uh, I love that man so much. Uh, especially, I admired him because uh, the whole family uh, came to see my play in Shri Ram Center. तो वहाँ प्ले देखा उसके बाद दे ऑल रियली लाइक मी सो मच एंड आफ्टर मैरिज माई हजबेंड स्टार्टेड प्रेशराइजिंग मी दैट आई मस्ट स्टॉप वर्किंग ऑन स्टेज एंड ऑल दीज थिंग्स बट लेट आई डिड आस्ट हिम कि क्यों मेरे को वाई डू यू वॉन्ट टू स्टॉप मी एंड ऑल दीज कि क्या है इट्स नथिंग यू थिंक इट्स अ क्रिएटिविटी तो 
ہر طرح سے جو ہے نا میرا کانفیڈینس جو ہے وہ ہلانے کی کوشش ہی رہتی تھی پھر مجھے دھیرے دھیرے ریئلائز ہونا شروع ہوا کہ کہیں نہ کہیں اس کو کمپلیکس ہے یہ کہ میں باہر کہیں بھی جاتی ہوں پیپل اسٹارٹیڈ ریکوگنائزنگ می دا پرسن ہو کمز آن ٹی وی اینکرنگ پروگرام اور کچھ اس طرح سے جو اس کو تھوڑا سا وہ جیلس والا فیلنگ تھا کہیں نہ کہیں وہ جو تھی پر میں نے اس کو اپنے اندر اس کو کبھی اٹھنے نہیں دیا اس چیز کو اس ریلائزیشن کو بیکاز آئی لو ڈیم سو مچ کہ وہ جو بھی کرتا تھا تو اٹ واز ایکسیپٹیبل ٹو می بٹ سلولی سلولی یو نو اتنا زیادہ بڑھ گیا دین ہی واز ان ٹو ایڈکشن آلسو ڈرنکنگ وومنائزنگ اینڈ so many other things were there used to take away my salary my money part also then i used to ask him ki acha mujhe thoda bahut to de do kharche ke liye i have to manage these things because i was working i definitely needed you know clothes and so many things when i move out to wo sare issues jo hai dheere dheere badhte hi ja rahe the and day by day he was so manipulative becoming more manipulative the reason was this because i was a I was very weak. Weak in the sense I was not able to convince him. I was allowing him to do whatever he wanted to do at that time. I allowed him that he could use abusive language for That time I never thought that I am allowing him. I wanted peace, a happy family, no divorce, no separation. and my kids they must have a happy family father figure should be there for them so that was a reason ab main keh sakti hu ki sari story mein i only allowed him he used foul language for me for my eyes for my nose for my body language the way i dressed up for each and everything ek bar to main اپنا کہیں سوشل ورک یا کچھ کر کے آ رہی تھی کہیں میٹنگ سے سو ہی ڈنٹ الاؤ می ٹو اینٹر دا ہوم ہی جسٹ کلوز دا ڈور یہ رات کے ساڑھے نو دس بجے کی بات ہوگی اینڈ ہی سیٹ یو مینیج یور مینس اینڈ ایوری تھنگ مائی کڈز ور اپ اسٹیئرس ہی واز ڈرنکنگ اینڈ وین آئی ناک دا ڈور ہی اوپن دا ڈور and he started shouting at me and um, he said get lost you arrange uh, like some other place where you can stay today you're not allowed to come here and all blah 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 he said تو میرے کو اس ٹائم سمجھ میں ہی نہیں آیا میں کیا کروں آئی نیور کالڈ اپ مائی پیرنٹس اور بردر سسٹر اس ٹائم یہ بھی ایک ٹرننگ پوائنٹ تھا وین آئی ریئلائزڈ کہ ہاؤ لانگ آئی ہیو ٹو بی ڈپینڈنٹ اب تو مجھے اپنا آپ دیکھنا ہی پڑے گا say that a gaslighter does things intentionally or um, you know is it just a side effect of his or her personality do we not are we not aware if we like accidentally end up doing this thing 
might be might not be so think about it in the sense that most of the gaslighters will co- have a certain amount of narcissism to them okay. Th- to think about the fact that there's nothing wrong with you and everything wrong with the other person means that you do not have the ability to introspect technically you think that there's nothing wrong with you right only people who think that there might be something wrong with them would want to introspect and kind of let's say change it or reform it or evolve it Gaslighting is all about power and control. Let me clarify here that it isn't a gender-based manipulation. Even though you've heard female voices in this podcast, a gaslighter could be anybody from the broad spectrum of gender and it doesn't even have to be a romantic relationship. So from a lot of people that I've spoken to, hmm. what I've also realized is that it takes people a while to be able to get out of it because the first i mean they can't the first thing to do is to identify mm. it yeah. and that is the most impossible and the hardest Definitely. task of all of it okay so i would say the first is to have a, this conversation with somebody else somebody who knows you well either a good friend or maybe a therapist for that matter of fact somebody who can be like okay this is what you're telling me if i was to look at at a third point of party point of view i can see that this person is definitely manipulating you or gaslighting you in that moment and kind of help them uh, you know own their narrative that okay maybe you thought you were wrong but maybe you are not maybe what is happening to you is wrong in itself so um obviously like i actually did narrow it down to you know hetero relationships hmm. for this episode but then yeah. from what you say hmm. it sounds like it's something that could happen at a workplace wherever like yeah if as long as there's a power dynamic in that relationship it will happen let's say if i think i am shitty and my partner is the best i am giving them th- not technically but in a sense i am giving them this part to kind of also kind of change my narrative in that moment right because i'm pe- in the sense i'm pedestalizing them i would not be able to see their flaws as much what about a workplace a workplace well workplace is the the epitome where gaslighting happens right because it's a m- massive power dynamic in that sense uh i would say at a workplace is to have a healthy relationship with your colleagues hmm. and also to kind of figure out um whether like, from your own experience if you have had um a like a relationship where you took a lot of shit hmm. and see if this somebody else is doing something similar in your workplace as well it's it can't be like okay how about i put it this way you can't be shitty 100% never never <laughs> that no matter what it can't be that black and white it has to be a certain amount of gray let's say you are even if you like 95% shitty there's still that 5% and that will show hmm right so let's say i am the boss and i have an employee i can't just keep humiliating them and not tell them what they're doing well if this is something that is happening please leave that place you can't teach somebody through shame and humiliation never has worked how about i give you an example i say you are so stupid why didn't you see this if i am stupid i'm i won't see this right <laughs> makes sense so how are you expecting me to get better if you think i'm stupid then i will also internalize that you know a narrative of yours and be like okay if i am stupid then stupid people do this <laughs> yeah there's no growth there yeah. right and this you can take this example and you can put it anywhere in any relationship mm-hmm. 
If you have any doubt about being at the receiving end of gaslighting in any relation, be it professional or personal, seek help from a friend or family or even get professional help if required. Before I sign off, let me tell you that if you like listening to this episode of Unmute, then subscribe to the Quince channel on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or the several other platforms that we're live on right now. For other podcasts, log on to the Quinn website and check out our podcast section. If you have any feedback, send an email to podcasts at ratethequinn.com.